everyone, welcome to T&D&D by the lovely Magical Z Party. I am joined once again by Laura. She's here. Hello. Yo, and today we have a somewhat, this is, this is very directed towards players, in case you didn't notice by the title enough, uh, how to be a good player. This advice is not gospel, but it is certainly mm -hmm. my advice as a DM mostly about a few things that maybe irk me about what players do sometimes uh, and what like what what general things not to do and general things that you should be doing uh, this doesn't pertain to like being an expert or anything like still a lot of these uh, despite Laura playing for almost a year now you got to work on, but mm -hmm. you're doing great. You're, you're a good player, yeah. I think. Uh, I'm trying. You're trying. Uh, so, uh, I suppose we'll, the, the first one, the, the first point that we'll probably talk about is that as a player, you have as much of a role in the whole game as the DM. You are just as important mm -hmm. as them. Uh, which means that the, the DM is making this entire world and they're running an entire adventure for you. It's your job to know what the heck is going on. <laughs> that yeah, sounds... Uh, yeah, and even if it's just like a, a one-word note every 10 minutes that's like, here's an important NPC name or there's a weird shrine over there, that it's much better than just completely forgetting every little detail. Um, I feel like that's a jab at me. Eh, no, that's a jab at most of our party. <laughs> <laughs> I think pretty much only Ryan is properly taking big notes. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. You don't have to, but it really helps the DM because sometimes uh, a player asking, hey, what's this thing? to the DM can definitely slow down pacing. A lot of this is about slowing down pacing, basically. A lot of things that players mm -hmm. do aren't like game detrimental or anything in comparison to the DM just not having a story for today. Um, but yeah. cer certainly at least know what's going on. Um, another one is to cooperate with your other party members this is a game where you're all sitting down in a group together working towards a common goal or each other's goal, which means that... So, something that I hear quite often is the argument of, uh, but it's like, I'm playing my character. It's what it w they would do. Uh, sometimes... Now that is definitely a job of me. Okay. Do, do you want to tell them? <laughs> uh, no, I'll, I'll let you have the glory of telling them about uh, oh it's it's you know, not that glorious. situation that was a very dark hour and a half for me <laughs> uh you massacred a bunch of guards because they tried to arrest you basically mm -hmm. that that's the that's the long and short of it uh more to it than that uh eventually managed to stop it after a while but um that was a bit rude of you how dare you <laughs> um, 
but that that didn't detriment the game too much. Not as much as you thought. It just meant that after the campaign was over, you were arrested for the rest of your life. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely, like, if if the entire rest of the party is doing something and your character doesn't fully agree with it, sure, bring it up in roleplay. Uh, like, express the, eh, I don't know about this. Uh, which is cool, because then that can bring up an in-character discussion. But if, like, out of game, everyone's just doing it, go along with it. It makes things easier on everyone. Uh, don't go off and do your own thing too much. Uh, yeah. stick, stick with the group, primarily, and eventually you'll have your time to shine. D&D is great because it's a game where you can pass the microphone from one person to the other. So you're going to get your turn. Which, uh, and Laura is a more like, you're you're more of like a quiet player. So generally Mm -hmm. you kind of just sit back and especially with the characters that you've made recently, they're, they're just kind of designed to sit back and just go with the party. Yeah which is actually a helpful thing for me. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, (laughs) uh, Another thing, uh, making combat go quicker. This is something you're good at, believe it or not. Uh, You you, you always seem to like somewhat know what you're going to do before it's your turn, which is very handy. Uh, Always, always think about like what, what you want to do, even when your turn is five, initiative rounds down like because when it gets to you you can just quickly do your thing roll the dice and then go Mm -hmm. back out and then it's someone else's turn in a minute and that can just keep everything going real streamlined in comparison to uh james (laughs) this whole podcast is just an intricate way of me just constantly calling out our sunday game (laughs) uh but yeah, definitely think about what you're going to do on your turn before it's your turn. Um, another, another thing that you could like do is... Well, um, there is actually the case of, oh, it's my turn in two turns. Oh, that person just moved and mm-hmm. screwed up my entire plan. Come up with another one. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> Get one sorted as fast as possible. Uh, basically... Don't spend half a minute just thinking about what you want to do on your turn. Always. Sometimes you're in a situation where everything's been thrown out of whack and then the DM just says it's your turn. And that's when you're allowed to go, uh, for 10 seconds. Because, I mean, they might have just thrown a curveball at you, Mm. uh, which I do a lot. Yeah, you definitely do. Most DMs do it, but I like to just... Every combat with me is a risk of something really bad and weird happening. Mm. I pull a lot of weird shit on you all. Um, in in terms of... And this, this can kind of travel over from combat and other stuff, but it's primarily gameplay. Uh, know your class features. Make sure you read them. Uh, don't, like ask your DM in the middle of the game how it works unless you're completely unsure and have like forgot everything that you read. Uh, but if you're unsure, out of game, ask your DM, like message them, yo, 
what the heck is stunning strike? How do I mm-hmm. use it? Um, and even just look at the class feature like a level or two before you're even going to get it. Mm. So that when you get it, you know what you're getting into and you know how to bust that out and be cool with it. Uh, so yeah. Uh, and and it, it that's especially important for like the spellcasters out there who maybe like i have i have just received i I leveled up to level five and i have like 50 new spells oh god uh so definitely definitely read through some of them uh you the the dm goes through a lot of stuff before a game and if you've got some new stuff that you don't fully know how it works have a little read half an hour before the session just so that you know what you're doing for um for laura it's a little easier because you're just playing a playing a monk yep uh but you do get i think the most class features out of any class Mm. so look out for that you get one basically every other level at least i think you're level four at the moment you're gonna keep getting ones until level like eight maybe so there's a lot of things coming your way interact De- definitely talk to other players because that's that's one of the most fun things about it personally to me is talking to the other characters figuring out their backstory where they came from what they think about things everything in D- D&D should be a team vote even if you have made a character that is completely nihilistic hates everyone on the team and is like a lone wolf Still, even out of character, ask, is everyone okay with doing this? Because there might be one person who's like, I'm really not in the mood for a dungeon crawl today. I don't want to go in there. I want to do some cool role play. Uh, so yeah, just just make sure that it's a thing that everybody wants to do and that they're all chill with it. Ask him in-game, out of game, whatever. Uh there are some players who are just pretty much down for anything as long as it's D&D. Which, I think, Laura, you're one of those, right? Um, pretty much. Pretty much. Have you got any, like, favourite bits about D&D, really? Uh, well, I quite like the role-playing aspect of it, personally. And uh, interacting with other characters. Like, um, my character Patch and uh, Ryan's character Benmus. Uh, there's a good dynamic going on there and <clears throat> well there was um <laughs> until you know shit happened but um yeah i i find like that sort of thing where you've got like a close bond with another character and you can just you know chat about it and stuff uh in game it's it's really fun for me yeah and and to kind of tie that in with the current point as well uh ryan in character is always asking you what you want to do as well Mm -hmm. and i think you as well whenever you have something you always speak it up to him first uh, yes to get his opinion and stuff which Mm -hmm. is very very useful for deciding what people want to do next because there have been solid like 15 minute discussions in game of how they want to approach this one minute thing and it gets so boring for me Mm -hmm. not gonna lie (laughs) As a DM, just sitting there watching people plan for like 10 minutes about how to open a door. It's so painful. 
Um, so yeah, occasionally even throw the DM a bone and interact with the thing that it looks like they want you to interact with. Sometimes there, there's loads of arguments about how uh, players will get fixated on small things. It's because you give them the small thing, they're going to look at it. There's like, mm-hmm. I think there was a tapestry in the last, in the, in the dungeon that you're currently in. And mm. I don't know, people really fixated on that small area with like a plaque in it for ages. And it was cool. Didn't bog pacing down too much, but they, they, it wasn't really anything, but like they were just checking if it was. And I felt like some players did want to just let, let me do my thing if I had a thing to do. Let something jump mm-hmm. out from behind the tapestry, stab them all. Because frankly, it's more fun that way either way. I would probably say that I've had I've had players who pretty much enter the game with little to no backstory, and that's perfectly fine as long as you have motivation. If you make a character mm-hmm. that does not want anything, you are going to not have fun at all. Like mm-hmm. it's it's so boring to play a character who doesn't want to do anything and doesn't want anything. Like and even if it's a very simple concept. So for instance, what's your character's motivation, Laura? Um well basically uh Patch got his eyes stolen from him. Um and he wants them back. Yeah. That's my motive. And it's it's pretty simple, but it's tied into like the backstory and the villains, and there's a way to do it that that mm-hmm. he knows of as well. So he's like, oh yeah, let's do that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's kind of driven you to enter a whole new quest line, basically. Yeah. With a with an evil faction. <laughs> mm-hmm. So even little motivations like that can lead you to some really fun gameplay aspects like how from that you ended up hunting down like a drow and figuring out a little bit about your backstory and stuff yeah there's other aspects as well like uh banmus ryan's character we've mentioned him a few times his ultimate motivation is to find his dad's old legendary magical weapon that he had and that was taken from him uh mm-hmm. and that's kind of led him to where he is now and led him to be in the faction that he was in ben was really screwed up mm. didn't he yeah <laughs> just had a massive fuck up and everything's just gone downhill for him poor dude mm-hmm. uh but that kind of led him to join the harpers and enter this search and he didn't have much of a backstory to go off to start off with he just made the mm. he just wrote down that he wanted well and that was it yeah but we kind of molded it from there he improvised it a little bit and mm. what came of that was <laughs> uh his childhood best friend jesus christ yes because i think ryan just likes to say jesus christ in a scottish accent yeah and then it just kind of built from there and someone was mm-hmm. just like, who's Jesus Christ? And he's like, oh, it's my childhood friend. <laughs> and then that yeah. just kind of came around. Jesus Christ appeared in like a session yes. or two ago. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Jesus Christ's father is called God. 
Yeah. It's and and weirdly enough, it's a somewhat serious story between them all. Like Yeah. There there were no in character jokes flung around about how his name was Jesus Christ. Everyone just kind of <laughs> accepted it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even stupid elements like that can be hilarious to explore. Like, for example, Carol, mm. Grog's dad is called Stonejaw Strongjaw. Like, how stupid is that? But funny stuff can come from that. Um, mm-hmm. And generally, uh, another another kind of fun tip is to, you know, make sure other people are having fun. Because there are just some points where maybe a player or two just really isn't enjoying what's going on right now. We, um, in another group that I, I'm a like player and DM in, it's, it's a bit of a weird switch. Uh, we played out of the abyss for a few sessions and we found that it really didn't work for our group because we were really role play heavy and we, we kind of liked a big, bad, like, villain to talk to as well and it i think one or two of the players did genuinely enjoy it but the rest of us were not exactly clicking with the whole apocalyptic underdark death storyline basically and it wasn't amazing uh have there been like any points in a in a D&D game, maybe like just a small thing, like eh, I don't like this this dungeon or this enemy, it's just not fun. Have you had any things with that? Um, I think when uh, when like because um, Patch is quite timid and stuff when it comes to like fighting at first, because he can't really see shit. So um, when Patch isn't really doing much or if patches escaped like he did with Gaius from that one thing we were just sort of like both nearly dead and we couldn't really go back in and help and uh just just sitting out for a few rounds was it wasn't the best but you know obviously not much I could do there but yeah I think that that would probably be something yeah, and even as as a DM, you got to check up every now and again. I think halfway through that session where you two were just still sat outside, I'm like, D- do you guys actually want to come back inside? And, and they were just like, nah, we can't really. Yeah. Um, check up on your fellow player. We um, we also, in our Sunday game, have one one guy who's in and out, has to leave every other week to go do work. But... Um, we all we all kind of make sure that whenever he's here, he can be here, uh, mm. so that they were they were kind of in the middle of a dungeon crawl, but one character had left. So the the guy who played him was like, right, since he's in this next session, my goal for the first bit is just going to be to fetch him. Uh, so look out for your fellow player. Make sure that they're having fun too. Don't let him sit out for too long. The um, it can be quite unfun. I imagine uh, Jet James was playing a goblin artificer who got uh, banishing smited and was out for like three rounds of combat. Yeah. Just not there. I imagine he did not enjoy that. Uh, mm. 
and the guy who was concentrating on it had the fattest constitution save in the universe so was not dropping concentration and it must have been real boring for him to just sit there in, in the fey world while everyone else is being a badass and fighting an iron golem yeah. uh so yeah make make sure that and like even if it doesn't make sense in game fully like that your character isn't a neuterer and they would believe uh suck it up buttercup or whatever just check in on them <laughs> if yeah. if they've been quiet for like two hours and that's not really their thing like in game or out of game ask like are you vibing with this just 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 to check because sometimes even though D&D is one of the most fun things I've ever done in my life and has revitalized some cool ass new interest that replaced video games for me I, I still sometimes have moments where I'm not enjoying it and so is everyone mm. so just look out for your fellow player um, but yeah that's hopefully some notes that you can take into your next game to maybe you know flex, flex on the other players and show how cool you are flex on your dm and show how cool you are <laughs> uh, and you know thank you for watching or, or listening because it's a podcast i keep saying watching because i'm used to doing videos but you can't see our faces right now <laughs> uh thank you for listening to t and d and d uh with the both of us and yep. we'll uh See you in the, the next episode of this. Au revoir. Au revoir.